you childless millennials and your avocado toast. Let's unpack the magic. Welcome to another episode of the Team Unicorn Podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Sammy. And today we are talking all about those low-life, disgusting, wretched individuals known as Disney adults. Just, (laughs) you feel that? It's just like spine tingle. Gross. (laughs) The cringies. The cringies. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to be talking about uh, Disney adults. So we're going to be talking a lot about us. From experience. Pretty much. <laughs> um, and I I feel like Disney adults is such like a, a divisive term. It is. I Yeah, because I think a lot of times it's used as an insult or it's kind of meant to be as an insult. You're like, you Disney adults. Um, or even like it's said like derogatory. Yeah. Like, ugh, those Disney adults. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, what's wrong with that? Right. So that's what we're going to discuss today. What is wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with it? And why is using Disney adults um, not a good term to use? Or maybe is it? Or is it? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess let's kind of jump right into it as to what is a Disney adult. Um, We did go straight to the best online source for information. (laughs) We went to Urban Dictionary (laughs) for this. Um, It's a bit of a lengthy... um, uh definition here do you want to read it or you want... i'll read it okay. so uh according to urban dictionary a millennial adult with or without kids that can't stop talking about disney including the movies and the parks even if they do have kids they're still way more obsessed with it than their kids ever would be they probably engage in casual disney bounding and visit theme parks at least once a year they are obsessed with everything Disney and probably have a Mickey Mouse bumper sticker and or tattoo. One of the most terrifyingly intense people you'll ever encounter. That Disney adult over there won't shut up about the theme park. Trivia. Okay, so uh, a lot to unpack there. Yeah. We do fit the description of a lot of that. I was going to say that kind of fits us um, we, very well. We don't have children, which... Um, Thank you. Uh, (laughs) uh, And we don't have a a Disney bumper sticker or uh, a tattoo. I guess, well, we have have a Spotify decal. Yes, like the thing that you can scan um, and then it'll bring up a song. Um, ours is happily ever after. Of course. So, um, so I don't so know. Maybe that counts. It's like a a secret Disney. And we don't have any Disney tattoos, I guess, as of yet. Um, But yeah, yeah, so... Everything else pretty much feels spot on, and I, I I don't feel attacked when I read that. I don't either, but again, I think it's meant as an insult or yeah. like like you said, like a derogatory kind of meaning behind it. Like yeah, so I guess in just in general, a Disney adults their life. I they, I I I'd hate to say that it revolves around Disney because I don't think that it necessarily has to. I think that's like the the mindset, or that's kind of like when you when you think about or picture a Disney doll, like everything is Disney. Like yeah. there's more to it, but I think that's kind of like what the, the casual definition is that the, your personality revolves all around Disney. Yeah. Um, whether it be like the movies or the parks or. Yeah. Everything. And I mean, obviously for us, like it's a huge part, but there's definitely a lot more to us than just Disney. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, I think when people are just like, oh yeah, you just eat, breathe, and sleep Disney. Which, I mean, I guess, I want to say that there's some truth to that, but obviously like we do like a lot of what we, who we are and what we love is Disney related. Um, You know, are these Disney adults people that like specifically like cry every night that they see fireworks or are they, you know, people that will constantly just keep watching the same movie over and over and over again or the same movies over and they're only Disney movies. Like what is a, I don't really know if there's a broad definition or I mean, there's a broad definition, but like what is specifically that Disney adults? Yeah. And I don't know if you can just kind of pinpoint it to one thing. I think there's many different aspects of being a Disney adult. And I think it, I think it means um, something different to everybody. I think that identifies as a Disney adult. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was asked um, a couple days ago, um, and the question, I guess, it's it's not a bad question, but it kind of irked me. Yeah, and it's just it's just so weird. Um, yeah. So you got asked, how I, long have you been a Disney adult? Yeah, how long have I been a Disney adult? And it it's such a weird question because like I didn't become an adult and then be like, okay, Disney's my life now. Like mm-hmm. I've I've loved Disney every aspect of my life. Like, growing up and watching, like, the movies mm-hmm. um, or, like, going to, like, Disney on Ice or, you know, going to the theaters in, in that respect. And then growing older and then being able to see, like, stage adaptations of Disney movies um, or, like, watching, like, um, Disney Channel original movies. Like, when yeah. those were, like, really big on the Disney Channel. And then growing up, um, you know, and getting into adulthood when we finally started going to the parks and, and, and experiencing and appreciating the parks aspect of Disney. Um, so like, I, it's like, how it's, do you answer? How do you, yeah. How yeah. do you answer? It? It's not like, it's, I don't want to say like, it's a dumb question, but it's kind of like, there's, you're not, you, you don't like just flip a switch and become a Disney adult. So you're just a child who happens to like Disney to an adolescent, to a teenager, to an adult who just happens to like Disney. Yeah. And so like, yeah, I, I think I follow along the similar lines, like definitely growing up, we watched Disney movies and we watched them a lot and they were some of our favorites growing up and we never really got out of watching Disney movies Mm -hmm. um, just because they're like, everyone can enjoy them. And we've certainly have watched them at like as a couple, like together and uh, Disney music. And I think for us, it really took off when we did go to the parks. Yeah. Um, just because I think that opened up a whole new door and world of experiencing Disney. Um, so I I think we definitely like leveled up in our Disney adults um, <laughs> life after going to Disney. Uh, so I think going to the parks is probably a big aspect of like being a Disney adult or like living that like Disney adult, like lifestyle, I guess, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. So do you think that there's any, so we obviously went over the description. Do you think that there's like any like qualifications that you have to meet to become a Disney adult? Or is it just like you kind of mentioned before, like it kind of varies for everybody. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if there's like qualifications. I, I think anybody who has any sort of love, for Disney, I think can call themselves a Disney adult if they want to. Um, 
maybe maybe there's like varying degrees of like yeah um disney adultness maybe that's like a better way to put it like i don't know like right so like i think uh that's a good point because i think like with us like we are very much into the movie the music the musicals like we're in on the parks 100 percent. like we're definitely i don't want to say like a, on like an upper level of disney adultness but like <laughs> You know, we, we definitely do enjoy Disney as an entire whole. Now, mm-hmm. someone like, let's say, our uncle, Jay, who does come with us to Disney um, and does enjoy Disney. Like, I don't think that I don't think that he would consider himself as like a Disney adult as maybe we do. I don't know what he would think about that. But like, I don't I don't yeah. know. Like, it seems like there's definitely a, a difference in. Yeah, but I would still kind of call him. A yeah, adult. oh yeah, 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 definitely he's a Disney adult, but like yeah. again, like that's not an insult. <laughs> like it's right. just he's an adult that really enjoys Disney. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't okay. So then I guess another aspect of this, like, do you have to have children or do you not have to have children? Or do you think it matters? I think that when someone is trying to be in uh, like make it as an insult. Like saying like, oh, you're a Disney adult. Like I think like you, that almost means you don't don't have children. Yeah. Because like, it, it almost seems like well, you don't have any children, and you still like Disney. Like really? Yeah. You know, because I've heard like, oh yeah, Disney's for kids, and I I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Oh, yeah, 100%. like it's not it's not just for kids um like I kids think... can enjoy it mm-hmm. but anyone can enjoy it like i i just saw a tiktok the other day of um this this woman who took her like 80 some year old grandma to disneyland for the first time like they oh. surprised her like they were out on the esplanade and like she didn't she had like airpods and so she didn't know what was going on and yeah. she had she was blindfolded and they were taking her in or whatever um and they had her take her her um mask and earbuds off and like she just like broke down and like started yeah. crying and like it took her on small world and then like they did the whole like nine yards with her but like she was like 87 years old yeah. and this is the first time she'd been to disney like that meant so much to her like but she had obviously loved disney her entire life she just never had made it like to the homeland, <laughs> to the homeland. <laughs> yeah yeah and i so there's just a couple things with that like i think a lot of people think, yeah, Disney's for kids. So at some point, you know, as as a child, like when you're growing up watching these movies, you need to like grow out of that. Like you just don't watch the movies or you, yeah, you don't like enjoy them as much um, once you become an adult. And I don't know how you do that because I love the Disney movies so mm-hmm. much. Like, and especially as an adult, I think like um, you just understand and appreciate them so much more as an adult yeah and like with that also the movies grow up with the audience yeah they've done that like two really good examples that i can think of would be the toy story franchise and frozen yes um toy story obviously one and two came out you know very like it was like 95 and or 96 or something like that and then a couple years later and then in 2010 it had been you know 10 12 years between two and three mm-hmm. the that's that story matured and you know those characters grew with the audience yeah and then waiting another 10 years 10 you know so years for toy story 4 to come out like 
the story kept maturing on like it, it kept yes. dealing with a different type of crisis or a different type of it dealt with different types of emotion same thing with frozen one like it's a great movie but then those characters grew up yes like it's not yeah. like you know just you know your mid-teen princess that you're usually used to seeing in these movies like they're grown up they're women they have like their own issues like they're dealing with like you know, real world stuff. Exactly. And like these movies grow up with, with you as a viewer and a watcher. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't like it when people say like, oh, Disney is just for kids. And Walt himself, when he was building Disneyland, he said like, this is a park for all ages, people of all ages. Like he wanted a park yeah. that he could take his girls to that they could enjoy as a family, not yeah. just something that his children could enjoy. Right. Um, and so that's always been like a main focus of the Disney, at least the parks division. And I would assume that transferred over pretty smoothly with the animation. Like this is something for everybody to enjoy. So you as an adult can enjoy Disney. Like that was like a singular focus of, of Walt's. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, and it, it really just comes through like when you're, you know, us as I guess adults like going going to the parks, you know, we feel like early. Yeah, like I feel like I, I belong there. Like mm -hmm. it's not like I don't feel out of place. And I obviously like love going there. And like I feel more in place. I, yeah. I feel like more like I don't want to say accepted, but like I feel like that's a place where like I can like really be who like I think I can be because it's so magical and because like it's so welcoming and inviting that anyone mm -hmm. is accepted there. Yeah. So, and I really love that. Um, but yeah. And then I guess another thing with like having kids versus not having kids. Um, I remember there was, I think it was an article like a couple years ago about a mom complaining about like childless millennials going to the parks and taking up space in the parks and um yeah just like being really <laughs> angry at those people because she she felt like it like because she had children she deserved um a top tier experience yeah or a, more, like, a better experience than someone without yeah kids. like like um people without kids were just taking up too much space they were you know waiting in lines when people with kids you know should be um you know bumped up like they shouldn't have to wait you know behind these people with no kids and and all that and i'm like that is just like the rudest thing to say um yeah, like I just I couldn't believe that. Like when like, that all was I can going... think of is like in the back of my head, I'm just thinking like, okay, boomer, like just <laughs> just get off your high horse, get off the soapbox. Like you you don't have like you don't have a pedestal for this. Like you don't yeah. have like any grounds on this. Like if the park specifically have always been for everyone to enjoy, it doesn't matter if you're going there by yourself, if you're you know, 20 or 50 or 80, if you have kids, if you have grandchildren, if you have like, uh, you know, adopted kids, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, that you can go and you're, you're good. Like yeah. you shouldn't, there shouldn't be a tiered system of who should be able to enjoy the Disney parks more or just Disney in general based on right. whether or not you have children. Right. Yeah. That just, it really irks me. Ugh, such like... a cringe statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Cause like you said before, like going to the parks, like 
like I know this sounds so cliche, but like I feel like I'm home. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I I've never been one to um like like with the way that I dress, I feel like I I never want to like stick out or make people like point or think that I'm weird for what I'm wearing. So I feel like for the like the longest time I was pretty safe um with with that aspect of of myself and like after going to Disney for the first time and just seeing like how like creative and um I don't know, just like things that people come up with for like outfits and what they wear to the park. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. Um, and then I got into like lounge fly backpacks and I I remember being like super self-conscious like the first time like wearing it out in public. Oh, yeah, I remember that too. Because I'm like, people are going to think I'm weird, right? Like who, like I'm an adult wearing this like very um, colorful backpack that's going to stick out. Um but I think after going to Disney, I'm just like, you know what? I don't really care. Like, I this is what I love. And I feel, you know, like, comfortable wearing it, um, like, in Disney. So then I feel like I should be able to wear it anywhere. So yeah. um, And looking back at, like, those first, like, our first trip back in 2020 before the pandemic hit, like, um, a lot of the stuff that we wore was was pretty tame um yeah then it's not like oh like they're wearing like weird stuff or anything like a lot of our shirts were just like kind of like the etsy black vinyl pressed you know um designs on there um or there wasn't really a whole lot of like i don't want to say risk but there wasn't a lot of like they were just basically they were a lot of like more generic style type of shirts yeah and they weren't as colorful like you said it was a lot of black shirts with like i guess colorful prints maybe on them Mm -hmm. but um but yeah nothing like the shirt itself i feel was like super colorful right so then like i look at to our last couple trips like when we went last year this past time in um disneyland like i like my out my wardrobe has completely changed Mm -hmm. like i'm wearing like a lot of like brights colors like purples and pinks and blues and yellows like and i'm wearing like the spirit jerseys and and i'm getting a lot more comfortable with with the way that i look in pictures because obviously like i'm a i'm a bigger guy and like i have a lot of like um like body image like concerns like kind of like um I, i don't know like the self um like I, I just, it, it's hard you're, for me you're to very like, like self-conscious, yeah, self-aware, and yeah. And I, I think like, you know, before we started going to Disney, like a lot of my wardrobe was like really dark, blues and purples or blacks or whatever or yeah. grays. Like I stuck, you know, very, you know, safe and tame, um, and that obviously translated into our first Disney trip. But like now, after going to Disney a couple times and like realizing like it doesn't matter, like just you know you can express yourself with, you know, with these clothes. So like now when we go to these trips, like I'm trying to find like something like nice or flashy or like, you know, nice bright colors um, to like really like, you know, feed off of how Disney makes me feel as a Disney adult. So and I, I really like that. And it's just like, like I said before, it's it's so weird, like, to look back at, like, our pictures from our first trip. Because, yep. <laughs> like, a lot of the shirts I wore were black or dark color. I think I only had, like, one, like, brighter color shirt, and it was just a red shirt. But, like, now, like, I'm wearing, like, tie-dyes, and, like, <laughs> I'm, like, I have, like, glittery, like, spirit jerseys. Yep. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'm, I'm constantly looking to find, like, that, that really cool, like, color combination for, like, another trip. So, like, 
Disney has really brought out a different side of both of us when it comes to like feeling comfortable in our own bodies and like what we wear because yes like it's okay to do that and like I feel like that's that's something that maybe people don't really think about too much when they're like trying to like insult someone by saying a Disney doll like Disney like at least for me has really like helped me with my like self-consciousness and like my body image concerns or my body image like the way I look at myself because like I can like I feel more comfortable wearing like bright and colorful things now. Yeah. Oh, see, and I love that. And that's like the same for me. Like, um, I like I said, I I I I was always just very like self conscious of like um yeah of like I guess like sticking out and um and now like when we go to Disney, I almost want to stick yeah, out. Yeah, like like it's almost a good thing. And um yeah so so yeah for me in that aspect like i just i love that um that disney has i guess brought that out in me and you and i think that just makes us better people so i am i like that me too so i guess to get back into like what being a disney adult is like do you think like you have to go to the parks like is it exclusive is it an exclusive like just for like park goers or like is it just anybody who likes disney or is parks like something like it's kind of like a mandatory part of it i like okay so personally i think you can be a disney adult without going to the parks i think going to the parks levels it up <laughs> like I said earlier because I've I've always had that love for Disney watching the movies characters and songs and um you know like Broadway shows like I've always enjoyed that and but like going to the parks it was just on a whole nother level mm-hmm. so I so no I don't think you have to go to the parks to be considered a Disney adult um, but I think once you do, like, it's, it's just like a whole different ball game. <laughs> I right. feel like, like, I just, I remember coming back from that first trip and, and I know like that first trip, like we, um, you know, we weren't really sure if we were going to like be able to go back again or at least anytime soon. But when we got back, we were just like, okay, like, when are we going again? Like we had that post trip like, depression real bad, real bad. Um, like, because because like we talked about earlier like it just it just opens up a whole new world of um of how you enjoy disney um you know and then there's just so many aspects like you know like with the clothes and the accessories and um i don't know just being there and experiencing like the park how like walt had envisioned and it just hits on all different levels and so yeah coming back and just really wanting to like book that next trip and you know, and then just like, yeah, like the outfit ideas. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, like just the, the like ideas and thoughts that I had for like stuff that I wanted to get for like our next trip, mm-hmm. um, just really got me so excited. And I think it just, the level that we at, are at right now, as far as like Disney adults, like just really took off from there. So, yeah. so yeah, I think, I think it's just another level, <laughs> like just leveling up i guess like yeah and like i don't want to like pit like people who like disney against one another and i do i do agree with you that i think that like you you have a better appreciation for i guess disney or like your your the love for disney or being a disney adults grows fonder because of going to the parks mm-hmm. um and i i don't think that we would have 
you know, accumulated as much stuff as we have right now or have gotten like, or, you know, gotten to the point where like we even thought like doing this podcast would be a thing right. without having that love for Disney because, you know, there's so many different aspects to Disney that really, um, you know, drew us in and the yeah. parks was probably the biggest thing for us that really like, like you said, kind of sent us over and been like yeah. kind of put us into that new territory of <laughs> yeah. being a Disney adult. <laughs> Um, and I think, um, which you kind of mentioned before with the, the coming back and just wanting to plan your next trip and see, you, you know, and, you know, really want to go back. It doesn't help when we watch all of like the different like vloggers online or like yes. you read the different articles or you follow different social media sites. Like it's so hard not to like have that like that FOMO and want to be like back in Disney (laughs) yeah like we because I think the two the two vlogs that we started watching before our first trip we definitely watched Disney food blog yes um that was probably like our main one and then we watched um all ears um specifically like just like Molly's and I think it was mostly Molly at the time like um so we watched a lot of her videos. Um, and those really did help. Like, especially if, like, you're, like, a first-timer. Yeah. Uh, or if you're, you know, on maybe, like, your second trip and you're just trying to figure out, like, what's new in Disney. Like, those two are probably, like, some of the best ones to go to. Um, just because um, Disney Food Blog is constantly reviewing food. But they have weekly updates of what's going on just in general in the park. And with all years, like, they're always kind of there for that first initial opening of something or first day of something or they they have the news and they're they're reporting in in a vlog form and on their website pretty quickly so Mm -hmm. i think out of all the other like blog sites and youtube like those are probably like two of like the ones that we would recommend the most i mean there are they are the biggest ones i feel um but they definitely you know do encapsulate a lot of what you need to know in disney yeah uh sadly molly is leaving yeah all years and (laughs) i am really bummed out about that because she is like she's like the main reason that we watch all ears um Mm -hmm. and i know they've put out a few videos like that don't have her in it that she normally like you know, would do would do and um and it's nothing against the other um you know the other members of all years it's just molly you know really <laughs> makes those videos and yes. I, th- I think that maybe that's another qualification to be a disney adult is that you have to watch these youtube videos <laughs> you have to watch these vlogs you and, and, you know you're you constantly need to be watching a those. subscriber like um like three out of five of these or something <laughs> i don't know like um but yeah molly's leaving she um who she's married to Alan from All Ears, which we just found that out. And that was like, like mind blowing. And I love it how they're just like, yeah, like we've been married. Like it's not a big deal. Right. (laughs) Um, But they have something in the works. Like they're, they're, going to be starting their own project i'm assuming it's disney related um but they haven't really released released any details yet uh they said stuff is coming soon so i am very excited whatever she's gonna do i will i will follow molly anywhere <laughs> yeah so we watched those two quite a bit I, yes. now it's more all ears than disney food blog yeah um so primarily them but like we do watch a lot of like the the, the daily vloggers um, or like the weekly vloggers that go out there. Like Kyle, Kyle Paolo is probably like the biggest one that we watch full yeah. time. Um, we follow him 
kind of constantly pretty um, much yeah he um he's from milwaukee um so we we have like that wisconsin connection like some with hometown it. pride for him. yeah <laughs> so um yeah and we actually got to meet him and his family um in our no november trip yeah um and that was really cool his family is so nice yeah. it's just as just the sweetest family um we actually as as excited as we were to like talk or talk to Kyle and get like his picture, you know, get a picture with him, um, like I know, like you and I, like we talked to his mom and dad a lot. Yes, like, yeah, well, because we were just, um, we had it was in Epcot. We had just watched Harmonious, and so we were making our way to the Skyliner, and they were going the same way. Um, so yeah, we actually got to talk to his mom and dad along the way as we're walking, and they are just the sweetest people and i'm i'm just very happy we got to got to meet them and mm -hmm. chit chat with them so um hopefully we get to run into them again i don't know on another trip um yeah that'd be really nice we've ran into um um super enthuse yep jackie jackie from super enthuse yep. and we got to run into and get our picture taken with um paging mr morrow mm -hmm. um we got to see them in a, on our november trip they were there on um opening day of the jingle cruise yep which was your birthday um in magic kingdom so that was pretty cool to um get to interact interact with them yeah um we've met molly and quincy from molly all years yeah uh, that was on our that was on our may trip may last trip. year yeah that was our second trip and then we've also met um adults in disney oh yeah sarah and jeff yeah sarah and jeff we got mm -hmm. to see them so um that's pretty cool to, yeah, get, to is, get, this, get to meet those people that we see on the screen all the time yeah that's really fun um but yeah sarah and jeff from adults on disney they're um they don't um really vlog much um unless they're actually in the parks because i don't think they're from like florida at all like i think they're from new york um, i believe so so, so they only do like maybe like once a month uploads depending yeah. on where their avengers kind of take them but they're yeah. they're very super sweet and nice and um yeah. it's it's very nice to like see these i don't want to say like celebrities but like see these <laughs> vloggers that you like you kind of follow online and then like they are very nice and sweet to you yeah and, like, they, they, they definitely do want to interact so yeah. that's been really really nice and i think that maybe that's another qualification to be a disney adult is like you have to get excited to meet your favorite vlogger. <laughs> I was just going to say, they, they might as well be celebrities to us because, like, I remember when we um, when we spotted Molly and Quincy. Like, we uh, hunted them down. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, like, that was just, like, that was amazing, like, to meet them. Um, but, yeah, then I guess we've, we've met quite a few of them. And, yeah, like, they've always been super nice and, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I just, I, lo I love meeting them in the park. So, that's, like, um something that I look forward to like on our trips is like, Oh, who are we going to see like on this trip? So yeah, I still have my, my hope set out to meet Lex and Cody from the oh last my gosh, <laughs> That would be a no, dream. No, that's like even higher than like Kyle or Tim tracker or, um, you know, even Molly, like those two, like <laughs> the, I need to meet those two. Lex and Cody. So they're, they're next to check off on the <laughs> list. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like watching these people or watching th these vloggers and just seeing like them, especially like Kyle, cause he does like everyday vlogging or Tim tracker who does, you know, every other couple days. Yeah. He does like daily vlogging. It's just not always, uh, Disney content or like, he's not always at like the Disney parks, but I, I do enjoy, um, his videos. Yeah. And it's nice to like get a little bit of each of them. And we were just talking about this last night. We were actually watching a Tim tracker video last night. Um, and, uh, Epcot's food and wine is going on right now. And we have a list that we've compiled of like, we're starting a list of stuff that we want to eat when we're down there. Um, and we kind of just want to know like what people have tried and what they recommend yeah. or not. And so like all ears and, 
you know, Disney football kind of cover like the same thing. But then you, if you like watch Kyle's videos, you watch Tim Tracker's videos or you watch Jackie's videos, like you get to see them trying a little bit of some different things. Yeah. Um, so that's really nice to like for us, you know, with us being up in Wisconsin and not getting to experience this festival until November, we get to see all these different reactions to all the different food items that we want to try when we're down there. Um, so that's as much as like, it's fun to watch them. It's also very insightful and, and yes. you know, in, informative. Yeah. I guess that's the, one of the downfalls of like, I guess following so many, um, Disney vloggers, it gets, repetitive. Um, it gets very repetitive. Like I know like when like space 220 open, like that is like all like my YouTube videos were like just everyone there, like covering well, anything it. big, like, yeah, you know, like, like when anything. the jingle cruise came out, mm -hmm. like everyone was doing that yep. or like the first day of flower and garden yep. or, of um, food and wine, like everyone is there, which, I get like yeah, that's I, like their, get their, their shtick, but like you know, I get it too. Um, but I guess for me, like I I like when they're like when they go back, like I don't know, just like every couple weeks, and like oh, I'm trying this today, or you know, just something like different. Um, because I feel like especially when we watched Disney Food Blog this time around, um, it was just very much like the same kind of stuff, and like they didn't really cover like anything really different like food wise it seemed like i don't know so um so i like it when like these vloggers go and um and try different things you know especially if they're things on our list you know because i'm like oh well what do they think of this um so i don't think like as a vlogger like um being there on the first day like i don't know for me personally like doesn't really do much i'm just like okay but like what about like a week or two after, you know, like or like expand in, in, on it, kind yeah. of do, like see, see the lay of the land of like what everyone else is saying and then just kind of like deviate off that path. Yeah. Like, and that's where we, we come in and we're like, we really appreciate those. So like Tim Tracker has been doing that for us recently. Yes. Um, and that's been really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's not just YouTube and bloggers. Like we also follow a lot of, um, Disney content on social media. And I think that's another big thing is like, you're kind of surrounded with that yeah. social media presence. <laughs> that's pretty much all my Instagram is. It's, it's pretty much just like Disney, um, like either like vloggers or, uh, like, uh, like oh, small shops, small shops. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's a couple that I really like. Um, I, there's a, she's, she's smaller, um, compared to all the people that were talking on this list, but her name is Ashley Wright. Um, she goes by Pixie Dusted Mom. Um, and I just, I love her content. Like she, um, she lives in Tennessee. And so she's kind of like in the same boat as us where she's not close to the parks. Um, and so, so they make a couple trips, um, maybe in the year and, you know, she puts out like her own vlogs. And so I do enjoy that. And then she just tries to sprinkle in like Disney magic in her everyday life. Um, mm -hmm. so Which I feel I, like that's another big thing to like be like, yes, that a Disney adult would do for um, sure. Like we do that all the time. Yeah. Obviously <laughs> look around us here right. if you're watching the YouTube, like, you know, we do that every single yeah. day. Like we try to add some sort of like pixie dust or at least try yeah. to add a little bit of a disney magic to whatever we're doing yeah yep so i really like her for that because i definitely relate to her like not you know being close to disney um and yeah just trying to i guess fill that void until our next trip which i guess that's part of being a disney adult <laughs> <laughs> unless you live down there like it's 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 a very rough couple months in between <laughs> yeah um we were we've been fortunate this past year to to go quite a bit in, in one year and, mm -hmm. and now we're we're definitely hitting that 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 slowdown 
button at least it, yeah. it seems like right now so um but we'll see what the future holds for us and you know what, what it has in store but yeah well right now we are a hundred days out yes <laughs> from our trip uh we're kind of getting that excitement going because you know we got some outfit planning going on we're going to the first um Christmas party so we've been talking about what we're gonna wear for that um I'm thinking I have my outfit um I haven't bought anything for it yet um but but we'll see like you, I you think, Disney adults I know just, just planning out your 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 you know your wardrobe 100 days in advance for a trip that you've paid thousands of dollars for mm -hmm. I mean and that's that's another thing to kind of like think about when you like kind of are you know uh, jumping in full full head into being a Disney <laughs> adult is like it's also very pricey it is um even if you don't go to the parks it's very pricey. even if you don't go to the parks because yeah like I said I follow a lot of like small shops like with their shirts um Shelby over at Pixie Lee and Co <laughs> has got me wrapped around her finger because <laughs> I don't know how many Pixie Lee and Co shirts I have um but yeah like I don't know just and that's pretty much all I wear now is like Disney shirts. Um, as you as you're wearing your Pixie Lee yeah, shirt right my, now, living my happily ever after. Um, it's actually our anniversary today that we're <laughs> recording this, um, so it's very fitting. <laughs> and I just like it's especially like if you have your Pixie Lee. I've got my Lost Bro shirts. Like mm -hmm. I feel like every time I get a Lost Bro shirt in the mail, I'm just like Thanos, like collecting another Infinity <laughs> Stone. <laughs> like I'm just like I think I'm up to like. I think six or seven different uh, oh, there's quite shirts a few right now. So, and I actually have a good amount of uh, Lost Pro shirts too. Um, they put out a lot of good stuff. So, so yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's just a lot of cost involved. Um, I think, especially if you're wanting to go to the parks, even at least once a year, like that that trip can be very expensive. Um, you know, so I don't know, like if that like prices people out or like and i think um, that's kind of like an, an argument for maybe another episode yeah too. but like it, it does seem like in some respects that disney i don't want to say is purposely pricing people out but like it's very expensive like mm -hmm. i think a, a major drive for us to go with our uncle is just because it's a little bit cost efficient because you're splitting a hotel room between three people as opposed to two people. Mm -hmm. um, that's obviously not the only reason that we ask him to come along. No. He loves it. Yeah. He, like we he love loves going just as much as him. We, we love, love having him there. Yes, but. We love going together, but I think definitely like going um, as a group um, can, can definitely help with that. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's no way around it. Disney is just expensive, whether you go to the parks or not. So, um, that is something as a Disney adult, you go to work to spend, to make the money, to spend <laughs> the money on all your, your Disney paraphernalia or your Disney, um, your Disney needs. Yeah, so pretty much. kind of a vicious circle <laughs> vicious of, cycle. of having to work to pay off the next trip or having to work to pay off the next lounge fly bag or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's just. I guess comes with the territory. Yeah. And I think that just, um, I don't know, I guess just adds to our Disney adult life because I think like, so when you get that, that trip booked, um, which usually for us is probably like, I don't know, eight months to a year out. It's um, usually well in advance unless we're yeah. planning spur of the moment trips like we did for our November one. Yeah. Which probably isn't too typical of us but but yeah so i think like you're going to work and then you you're following like these you know vloggers and small shops or whoever on instagram and you're kind of just 
filling that Disney void, you know, with your collectibles <laughs> until you can go. And and then you go and you buy more, yeah. you buy more merchandise and you buy more collectibles and you come back. Yeah. You feel depressed. You watch all the Instagrammers and, mm. and all the influencers and then you book another trip. It's just it just keeps yeah. going around and around in a circle. And yeah. I'm fine with it. hundred percent fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's it's whether or not you want to do that can afford to do that mm -hmm. um and are you know okay to to be part of that cycle right yeah and i think that's just um for us like disney is just like a priority for us um but then we also make sure that we're you know smart about it you yeah. know like we're not going into debt like with our trips or our merchandise or whatever we're collecting or doing um so we're we're smart about it but it obviously means a lot to us so so yeah i, I guess i would say like it, it's a priority for us but but we make it work and mm -hmm. um so with making it a priority Obviously, Disney is a huge priority for us, and you know we enjoy. It. Do you think that there are other fandoms that have that level of intensity, or like, are, you know, do they have like a Disney adults? Do like, are do you, are, uh, like maybe like our Potterheads on the same level? Yeah, I don't Potterheads. I don't know if um, I don't know if they're on the same level because I don't know. And I don't know if because, like, I don't really follow a lot of, like, um, just, like, Universal Studios, like, vloggers or content or whatever. So, I, I don't know, like, how many people are, like, going in there every day, like, for, like, the Harry Potter, like, worlds mm -hmm. as, like, people are for, like, Disney. And I do know that there's, like, a def – it almost seems like it's very, like, um, clicky where, like, there's people that are, like – universal and harry potter fans or i shouldn't say just harry potter but universal fans and like uh disney fans and mm -hmm. like those circles don't overlap too much um which i mean it's un unfortunate because like people can enjoy both or whatever but it definitely seems like it's very clicky on that um and i think with especially with the harry potter mm -hmm. like you know it, they have an you know, a very immersive world, just like, you know, Disney has creative immersive worlds. And, um, you know, are those people who enjoy, you know, the Wizarding World on the same level of those who enjoy Disney or, you know, even like with Marvel fans or Star Wars fans? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would think um, maybe Star Wars fans, um, maybe more on the same level, maybe kind of like as Disney adults. Um, but I don't know, like my thing with like Star Wars fans is like, I think that's a little bit more toxic. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, every, every fandom has like the toxic, the toxic level to it, or like there's some, some sort of like yeah. negativity to it, but I feel like it just, um, I think with Star Wars fans, like it really just like comes out <laughs> yeah. more often than it should. And we are very much Star Wars fans. We, I, we I, I guess I would consider myself more of a Star Wars fan than you just cause I've, I've been part of that fandom a little bit longer yes. than you have. Um, I should say a lot longer than you yeah. have. <laughs> um, and that's not to say that there's not like negativity or, you know, some toxicness to the Disney um, community. either. Right. Like obviously like people are throwing around Disney adults as like uh, an insult. So like, there's obviously like some sort of like bad juju there or whatever, but um, you know, it's, it's just weird to like, kind of step back from like the whole like Disney adult and like the Disney experience and be like, 
you know, are there Marvel fans that are like this? Which mm-hmm. I am a huge Marvel fan. I, yes. yeah, I have the same, I have the same level and passion for Disney as I do Marvel. Probably in a lot of cases, Marvel even more. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars, not so much, but in like a Harry Potter, I'm not like, a big fan of like I know the I know the movies and I've read some of the books. Um, I'm, it's not like a huge fandom to me, right? But I know that there are people that are really big into those fandoms. So I'm just kind of like, you know, are we tiering or you know ranking them? Like yeah, is one I is don't... one like more like passionate than the other? Like does it really? Uh, you know, are are they all on the same level? Yeah, I don't know. I think they probably could be. I just think it probably just depends on each person individually, like where they they probably fall within the fandoms themselves. Um, yeah, I guess for for me, like Disney's probably number one. Um, I would probably say Marvel's probably like under that, um, mm-hmm. which I think is maybe a little surprising to say because I feel like without you, um. I don't think that would be possible. Um, Like, you've really, like, um, not that you've forced me or, like, made me feel like I need to, like, watch Marvel or, like, get into the movies. It's just something that we've just done together. And I know, like, it really means a lot to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I think that kind of just translates into me. Like, it means a lot to me. And I thoroughly enjoy these movies. And um, a few of these characters I really connect with. Um, so yeah, I guess for me, I probably would put Marvel right under there and then, um, probably Harry Potter and then Star Wars personally. Yeah. Um, but then that's not to say that they all can't be on the same level. Like, I think they all have like, you know, their, you know, their super fans and, you know, their casual fans and then, you know, those kind of toxic fans. Um, I guess like for me, I just, I more see that come out in Star Wars. Um, you know, just like some of the new stories over the past like couple years. Um, and that really makes me, it really makes me upset, especially with Kelly Marie Tran, like that whole thing. Like I, yeah, it's, but, (laughs) and it's something that's, that's not new, it's just it's unfortunate because no matter what fandom that you're in, as long as you're passionate about it, like don't belittle other people for right. it. Um and um, I, I think that's that that kind of goes back to like to the root cause of like, you know, talking about today's episode with, you know, is Disney a is being a Disney adult a bad thing or is it an insult right. or like should you feel bad for being a Disney? It's like it's not anything that you should feel like belittled for or ashamed for exactly so i guess like for me i like i i I think i've really found myself um with being and identifying as a disney adult and i don't think there's anything wrong with that and i don't think there's anything wrong with that like like you said for like any fandom like whatever Mm -hmm. you're like whatever your love for you know or the love that you have for something um like as long as like it makes you happy. Like, um, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. Like, you know, so I think, you know, just go and love what you love and, and, and just spread the love. Like, just don't, don't spread the hate. Um, like as far as like being a Disney adult, um, I, I don't really take it as an insult. I, pretty much embrace like the Disney adult (laughs) life. Um, I know some people may want to like throw it as an insult to me, but, um, I don't, I I don't see it as an insult. No, I I don't either. Like, like we've talked earlier, like, I think it's really helped both of us, like just kind of come out of a shell. And I think really just, um, 
make us more comfortable with who we are. And it's, um, I don't know, like, I think we've always had, like, a good connection, but I feel like, um, like, this has, like, brought, like, us, like, even closer together. Like, we really enjoy going to the parks together. Like, we enjoy planning going to the parks and um, just everything that comes, you know, with this Disney adult lifestyle, um, I think really fits us. And yeah. And kind of what you mentioned, like if it makes you happy, that's all that matters. Right. Um, I remember um, another influencer that we follow is magic with Meg. Mm -hmm. um, And she is a very huge star Wars fan, which uh, we've already mentioned that that fan base has been known to be pretty toxic in the past, um, especially to like, characters of color or female characters and so Mm -hmm. it's i can't obviously speak for her but like it's probably got to be a little disheartening um being a female creator in a fandom that has in the past kind of been a dick to females (laughs) (laughs) for like a better term so like um, she had posted um, a, a message uh, a little while back, like, if it makes you happy, it, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. If, it, mm-hmm. if you find joy and if you find, you know, something that you can feel passionate about and it makes you happy, like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. And yeah. I think that's just a, a good reminder for any fandom that you're in, especially us being Disney adults or being, like, a, a, a huge fan of disney in that fandom like it doesn't matter what other people think it doesn't matter if someone calls you a disney adult it doesn't matter if someone is trying to insult you by being like oh you guys go to disney without any kids you childless millennials (laughs) like blah 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 like it doesn't matter like as Mm -hmm. long as you find happiness in it that's all that you need to focus on exactly yep so we're just going to keep living that Disney adult life. I'm going to put on my launch fly every day. <laughs> I'm going to go out there very proud of myself because um, I don't know. I don't know if Sammy like 10 years ago or especially in like high school, like never would have done that. So and it's so weird because like even like Disney in general, like I feel like I guess at home, like I feel like we're very much like introverted a lot of the time, like, we don't really like to go out where the people are. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and, and that's... that's Two it's, people out there today. <laughs> we say it's, that all the It's time. very much like, uh, like a 180 from, like, when I was in high school. Like, I feel like I was a very much, like, a huge extrovert in high mm-hmm. school. Leaving high school and going into college. And, like, you know, from there, like, I very much became an introvert. But then Disney has really changed that around. Yeah. Like, you know, you go there and, like, I... You know, I'm out talking with complete strangers about Disney and like mm-hmm. we're having fun conversations in the park and we're we were wanting to like to go out and be bold and be, you know, be colorful and, you know, want to stand out there. It's very much like another 180. Um, and I think that's just because like we feel so much comfort in this fandom. We feel so much um, we have so much passion for it. Like it just really makes us feel yeah you know like our true selves when we're in disney or when we talk about disney and that's just it makes me happy it makes you happy so like that's all that matters yeah that just got me thinking like another maybe point to this whole like disney adult thing is like um and i know it's a meme that's that's come up like um you know like when you tell your friends you're you're going to disney again like like what is the draw about going to disney all the time and i think it's that like for us it's a safe space like Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's just like when you go there, like, 
you know, however you're dressed or whatever you're feeling, like, you're not going to get, like, made fun of or you're not going to get, like, pointed out, like, oh, my gosh, like, that person's so weird. Like, somebody's going to come up to you and just be like, oh, my gosh, I love your outfit or, like, I love your bag or your ears. And, like, that happens to or, you like, all the time. Yeah, like, you know, like, or where did you get them? And it's like, oh, I followed this shop. And they're like, oh, my gosh, like, I never heard it. You know, it just sparks, like, all that conversation. And um, so I think, like, going to Disney, like, yeah, it's just like that – that safe space that we can just like be ourselves. And I like, I just, you know, and I, I just, I love that. So like, I just, I don't think there's going to come a time where like, I'm just like, no, I'm not really feeling a Disney trip this time. Or like, like I, I always want to go back there because that's, I think where like, we just feel most at home. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But we also want to hear what you guys have to, to say on this like do you guys think that being a disney doll is a bad thing do you find your safe space you know in disney or with disney or do, yeah. is there a different fandom um i know a lot of our podcasting friends um you know have that have that passion for like marvel or star wars and harry potter and harry potter <laughs> so um as long as you have something that you're passionate about and it makes you happy and it brings you happiness and joy like that's all that matters and yes. we're we're excited for you if that yes. if you have that because we have that in disney um i would say the point that we've started this podcast we can talk more about disney because we mm -hmm. absolutely enjoy it so much yeah, and these like these episodes are just a fun way to sit down and express ourselves and talk about something that we like truly have an immense love for yeah and yeah and it's i don't want to sound like overly dramatic by any means but i think um embracing this disney lifestyle um this being an, a disney adult or whatever you want to say um has just really been good for us mm -hmm. i feel um i know like we said it can be expensive it you know it can be you know pricey or, or whatever it is but um it's important to us so so we make the time for it and at the end of the day um you know i'm just i'm happy that we are where we are um, yeah. and yeah, so, and then just the, like the quote, like, I know we've been saying it a lot, but like, if it makes you happy, it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else, no matter what fandom, what you love, it doesn't matter. Just embrace it. Yeah. But, um, I do smell that our avocado toast is done upstairs. So we do need to wrap this uh, <laughs> podcast up. So, uh, make sure to follow us, uh, on all the socials, like everything, you know, the usual, <laughs> uh, we've got some avocado toast and some very expensive Starbucks coffee to drink upstairs. So for this episode of the team unicorn podcast, I am Tyler. I'm Sammy. And, and it's, it's been, been magical. magical. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Team Unicorn Podcast. You can find us on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, like, and review wherever you are listening. And follow us on Instagram to keep up with all things Team Unicorn. And remember, stay magical. <laughs>